Chapter Thirty Five of Great Expectations. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. Great Expectations by Charles Dickens. Chapter Thirty Five. It was the first time that a grave had opened in my road of life, and the gap it made in the smooth ground was wonderful. The figure of my sister in her chair by the kitchen fire haunted me night and day. That the place could possibly be without her was something my mind seemed unable to compass, and whereas she had seldom or never been in my thoughts of late, I had now the strangest ideas that she was coming towards me in the street, or that she would presently knock at the door. In my rooms, too, with which she had never been at all associated, there was at once the blankness of death, and a perpetual suggestion of the sound of her voice, or the turn of her face or figure, as if she were still alive and I had been often there. Whatever my fortunes might have been, I could scarcely have recalled my sister with much tenderness, but I suppose there is a shock of regret which may exist without much tenderness. Under its influence, and perhaps to make up for the want of the softer feeling, I was seized with a violent indignation against the assailant from whom she had suffered so much, and I felt that on sufficient proof I could have revengefully pursued Orlick or any one else to the last extremity. Having written to Joe to offer him consolation, and to assure him that I would come to the funeral. I passed the intermediate days in the curious state of mind I have glanced at. I went down early in the morning and alighted at the Blue Boar in good time to walk over to the forge. It was fine summer weather again, and as I walked along, the times when I was a little helpless 